Chapter 12 of Innocencia, a story of the prairie regions of Brazil. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Rita Boutros. Innocencia, a story of the prairie regions of Brazil, by the Viscount of Taunay. Translated by James William Wells The Presentation After traversing a room somewhat obscurely lighted, the visitors entered an adjoining one, spacious in area, floored with red tiles, and, being without any ceiling, exposing to view the thatch and rafters of the roof above. In a corner of this chamber, and on a bamboo sofa, was seated the daughter of the Miniero. Her feet rested on the skin of a huge ant-eater, on which squatted the dwarf Tico. The beautiful girl, on seeing so many visitors, opened her great eyes wide with surprise, and attempted to rise, but the effort was unavailing, and slightly blushing she almost fainted with weakness. Cyrano flew eagerly towards her the maiden said he to perietta is so weak that it is painful to see her the father approached her with mire and gently taking her hands in his he inquired in a tender voice do you feel any worse my child nor now no sir she responded well then you really must not give way to such weakness open your eyes look here is this man pointing to Meyer, a German, who has brought a letter from your uncle Chico away there in Mato do Rio. I want to show him that he is now one of our own people, so I have brought him to present him to you. She made no reply. Come, come, say something. Say you have much pleasure in making his acquaintance. Say so. Innocencia slowly and timidly repeated the words, and Meyer tendered his hand, large as the flapper of a turtle, and frank and generous as his heart. "'Pleasure, much pleasure have I,' said he, with two or three sonorous gurgles of the throat, "'although I regret to see you ill, but the doctor here will soon make you well. Is it not so, Signor Cyrano, eh?' He uttered the last word in a tone that echoed throughout the room. "'It is advisable,' said the young man, "'for the doña to take, during some days, "'some bark of the quina of the campos mixed with a little good wine. "'But where shall I now find wine? "'Only in the town of Santa Ana.' "'Wine?' inquired Meyer. "'Yes. Port wine? Better still.' well all is arranged in my trunk i have a bottle of the very best and with very much pleasure i will cede it to the daughter of my friend perriera oh senor meyer thankfully and effusively exclaimed perriera you cannot imagine how i-oh no not at all no obligation whatsoever no senor your daughter is really lovely and appears to be an equally good girl she must naturally have such a beautiful colour that I would give anything to see her in health. What a maiden, what loveliness! These words, that the innocent Saxon pronounced ex abundantia cordis, produced extraordinary commotion in the persons who heard them. 
Pereira turned pale, and his brows frowned, as he threw a sidelong glance of astonishment at one who so imprudently eulogized face to face the beauty of his daughter. Innocencia blushed fiercely. Cyrano, almost beside himself, experienced a strange feeling of admiration, while the dwarf, half terrified, leapt up from the anteater rug. Meyer did not observe the confusion of his companions, and with his habitual sincerity he proceeded. Here, in the Sertau of Brazil, exists a very bad custom of hiding from sight the females of a household. A traveller knows not whether they are beautiful or ugly. But on my word, Signor Pereira, if they are all like this young woman, your daughter, it is a fact really worthy of mention. I... Shall we go? interrupted Pereira testily. Certainly, replied the German, and as a parting salutation to Innocencia, he added, as he turned towards her, I, Wilhelm Templemeyer, your servant, am most happy to know you as the daughter of a friend of mine, and one who captivates me with your charming face. Tendering his hand, he bowed, and then followed the miniero, who left the room with his face livid with anger. "'And what think you of this man?' he inquired of Cyrano in a low voice. "'I certainly was astonished at his manner,' replied the young man in the same tone. "'I hardly know how to contain myself. I—I I am blinded with rage. Oh!' What a present Chico has sent me! He is a pest, is this yellow diablo! No sooner does he see a girl when he lets her have a half-dozen of soapy compliments. Bah! He must be a bad one, a good-for-nothing. But there, you leave me alone. I will keep an eye upon him. You will do well, observed Cyrano. Now look you, continued Pereira, detaining his companion in order to allow Meyer to go onwards, am I not in a pretty mess? If it was not for that letter of my brother's, I swear that that fellow would to-day have to dance to a good cudgelling. The ruffian! Just imagine, a woman who expects a husband in a couple of days— let us only hope that Manicao will hear nothing of this, or otherwise his knife will soon be into the rascal. Eh, just think of it, eh, ah, those chaps from foreign parts, Cruz! Yet there, when I first saw him, a fine pretty fellow, a thorough coxcomb, I might have known that he was a gallant after the women. Cyrano listened in silence. And woman, continued the miniero with wrathful volubility, is a thing so easily influenced by any foolery that these idiots slobber over them with their flattery and nonsense. With women, I say always, you never know where you are. Ah, it was a bad hour that brought this German, and Chico above all. Eh, I must now be cautious, as— as a hunter wading at a salt lick, and dig pitfalls so that the wild cat of the woods may not enter my foul house. He will soon be going away, said Cyrano consolingly. May the demon seize him, replied Pereira. I am just furious all over with the man. At this moment Meyer inopportunely returned and observed, Senor Pereira, 
I will stop with you perhaps two weeks. The mules will then get strong and fat in your pasture, and meanwhile I shall make journeys on foot all about the neighborhood to collect anything I can find. Do you hear? Terriera expressed a gesture of strong discontent, but influenced by the instinct and duties of hospitality, he responded somewhat dryly, "'Remain two weeks or two months or two years. The house is yours, I have already told you, and my word of honor once given returns no more.' "'Who is here now is not the Signor. You are my oldest brother himself.' Then, grasping firmly the hand of Cyrano, he whispered to him, "'Look, you, doctor, see this now. What shall I say to him? Ha, ha, ha! My Meyer, you want to play the fool with me, eh? But here also remain I. Now that I know you, not two nor three like you can throw dust in my eyes. Not this way you don't. Nocencia is the daughter of a poor man, but, thanks to Maria Santissima, she has a father with two arms and courage to defend her from the vagabonds and rovers of the road. He won't play with Manicau. That is a man, if you like, and if he places his hand on his prey, he will crush his bones like a forest deer in the folds of an anaconda." Meyer, however, absolutely unaware of the storm that his words had provoked, and without doubt a little disturbed in mind in thinking of the maiden he had just visited, lightly hummed between his teeth the air of a German waltz, perhaps danced with some fair countrywoman of his in a bygone period of happier associations and surroundings. End of chapter 12